Lord, indeed, we do stand in awe of you. Thank you that this morning we can come at your table to once again behold your beauty. To be reminded of your goodness towards us. Indeed, how can we not be in the awe and as we come now, we do want to continue to be at your feet. Lord, we pray that you give us ears, hearts that are open unto you. That we will not be distracted by anything else. And that we will not somehow miss what you have to speak to us. We pray that you, through the Holy Spirit, would open up your words to us. That there would be living words to our hearts. We commit this time to you. May you teach us. May you lead us. We pray this in Jesus' name. So good morning, brothers and sisters. Um, well, as we all know, the current theme that here at CBM we have been focused on for a little while is based on John 10.10. Where Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. In fact, over the past probably few months now, the Lord has been repeatedly pointing me, pointing me to focus on one uh, theme. And it's on the topic of the fear of the Lord. And how it is essential for us to experience the abundant life that the Lord intends for us. Now I know this is true in my case, but have you ever considered that perhaps that there are fears in our life that we shouldn't be fearing? And maybe not fearing things that we maybe ought to be fearing. And today, what I want to share in part will include uh, a bit of a short testimony of what I, it's an ongoing experience I have with the Lord. So I hope to share that as uh, a fellow student in the School of Christ. But may the Lord speak to us. Now talking about fear. Fear is a strong human emotion. And it's actually linked to survival instincts. 
啊，这其实是跟我们存活的一个呃本能是相连的。And once you experience fear in your mind, then it triggers a, a physical reaction also, right? 哦，当你心中有一个敬畏的时候呢，它也带出了一个呃身上的反应。That once you are experiencing fear, it's actually start in your brain that there's a part in your brain called the amygdala that that will spring into action. 哦，当你有这个敬畏的时候，是在你的头脑子里头有一个东西叫 amygdala， 它会它会呃带出这一个呃反应。And it triggers your nervous system. 哦，它也叫你的呃神经系统能够被激发。And so you have basically stress hormones that will be released. 啊，所以我们就有一些呃荷尔蒙，它会刺被刺激出来。For example, adrenaline. 就是让我们的活活力。And and what it does is that then your heart rate would go up. 啊，这样子你的心跳就会增加。Your blood pressure go up. 你的血压就会上升。You breathe faster. And what that also does is it makes your blood to go from your from your core to your limbs. So if you need to run, if you need to throw a punch, you can do that quickly. So if you need to run, if you need to throw a punch, you can do that quickly. So if you need to run, if you need to throw a punch, you can do that quickly. So if you need to run, if you need to throw a punch, you can do that quickly. So if you need to run, if you need to throw a punch, you can do that quickly. So you see, in some ways, fear is a normal、uh, human reaction. So, from one perspective, this reverence seems like a normal reaction. But if we look at the times that we're in, we also come to realize quickly that the society we're in, we're in a culture of fear as well. But if we look at the times that we're in, we're in a culture of fear. And it includes being anxious, being worrying. Ah, this also includes us being anxious, us being worried. And it is not normal. Ah, this is not normal. I mean,、uh, if you look around us in the society today, people are constantly in、uh, being anxious or being fearful. Ah, if you look around us in the society today, people are constantly being anxious or being fearful. You know, open up your, turn on your news feed. Oh, you just need to look at your news feed. You know, either there is people worried. In fact, this morning I was reading again that there was a gun violence. Today morning, I just saw another place with a gun violence. Oh, or it's the economy. Or maybe even the weather. Or even the weather. So I mean, it's actually not just in these public domains, but what about private lives? Ah, 不单单是在公开的状态，啊，我们自己个人的生命呢。You know, nowadays we worry about, oh, what, what should I eat? What's in the diet? 嗯，我们现在担心的好像是我我应该吃什么啊？我的饮食应当是什么 ？Or, or now, you know, I can, I guess, I come to realize as a parent, um, you read all these things that tells you everything you're doing is supposedly wrong. <laughs> 呃，如果你现在是一个父父母，像我一样，呃，你就会发觉有很多东西都跟你讲，你做的事其实是错的。And so you know it makes you anxious, like oh, well, maybe I'm doing it all wrong. 呃，你会让你自己担心，我是不是都做错了 ？So according to the National Institute of Mental Health, 
Actually, anxiety now is the most common mental health condition in the United States. It, it affects up to one third of adults and, and teens. In fact, for teenagers specifically, over the past decade, it, anxiety has now overtaken depression as the number one reason why teens seek counseling. And so deep down inside, I think we all have fear in our hearts. Maybe we fear being alone. Maybe we fear losing things that we worked so hard to gain. For some, maybe it's just the fear of being rejected. So I want I want you to ask yourself, in fact. What is your greatest fear? It's a it's a revealing question because it shows us actually what's important to us. Or where is our greatest insecurities? Could be our jobs, could be our family, could be our health. And these types of things can really grips us and changes and um and make us behave on a daily basis a certain way. It drives how we live and the choices that we make. And if you think about the society being in a culture of fear today, it is not only not normal but also somewhat um, paradoxical. Because of course, if you think back to you know, 100 years ago, you know, 500 years ago, today the, 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 the society we live in, we are safer than ever. And, the, and we're quite also more abundant than ever. But yet, regardless of the level of um, wealth that, that people have, people regardless feel just as anxious, just as fearful. And I think the, the key here of what is missing is that in our society today, People no longer regard the fear of the Lord. And that when, when people no longer fear God, then our worries, our concerns 
have overtaken and basically become our idols. And so no wonder people feel fragile, no wonder they're filled with anxiety. But let's take a look at the Bible to see, so what does it talk about when it comes to the fear of the Lord? Now on the one hand, the Bible clearly tells us, do not fear. Like for example, I think we all are very familiar with the verse in First John chapter 4, where it talks about that there is no fear in him, uh, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Or when Paul was tell, telling Timothy that God has given us a spirit not of fear, but of love and power and sound spirit. You even think of Jesus, in fact, uh, in the gospel, often tell people, do not fear, like the time that he was telling the ruler of the synagogues, do not fear, only believe. Uh, now, on the other hand, you also find that in the Bible, it also clearly tells us to fear. Uh, and it specifically talks about to fear the Lord. Uh, and in both, for example, in the Psalms and in the Proverbs, multiple mentions of fearing the Lord. There, there's, uh, there's one in Proverbs 28 where it talks about happy is the one who fears the Lord always. And again, in New Testament, right, so not just the Old Testament concept, but in the New Testament, Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 also talks about, for example, let us cleanse ourselves from all the filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So of course, these are two different um, words uh, with different meanings, but in English, it's all fear. And one of them really talks about being afraid of something. So, for example, when Jesus, in that example, talking to the ruler of the synagogue, when he says, do not fear, what he meant is, don't be afraid that your daughter might have died. Unfortunately, this is probably the most common way for today non-believers when they think of the fear of God. As in, they should be afraid of God. 
because if you don't do what he says or don't say the right thing, then he is going to somehow harm you. 好像你如果没有说正确的事，或者是做了什么，他就会伤害你。Now the other uh, um, meaning in in the Bible, as we have seen, is that it it's used to describe a proper attitude to to towards God. 呃，另外一个在圣经里头，这个意思就是呃，对神的一个正确的态度。now, if, if we actually can turn to uh, Exodus 20, just so we can really see why I say that. If you just look at Exodus 20, if we look at verse 20, this is Moses, okay, and Moses said to the people, do not fear, for God has come to test you, that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. So obviously you, you see again here two mentions of the word fear. But one is exactly talking about do not be afraid. But then the other one, the fear of him, is talking about the attitude towards God. And so here you see similarly that there are two types of fear towards God. The first type is exactly like it says here. That it's a fear that draws us away from God. And this is the terror of being afraid of the terror of God. And, and there's a terror because of sin. And this is when you think of in the book of Genesis with Adam and Eve when, when they were hiding themselves from God. So you see, sinful fear drives you from God. But now, on the other hand, you also see that in the Bible, there's a different definition, which is a fear that draws us closer to God. And, and this is where the translation may become a little tricky, but, but it basically means being reverent. Or, like the song that we sang just now, uh, being in all. Or maybe even some, in some ways, um, uh, respect. If you think of um, when Jesus was on the cross, the two criminals that were next to them, next to him. So, you know, of course, one was mocking Jesus, and the other one said to the other one, you know, do you not even fear God? 
，可是另外一个囚囚犯他就啊、uh, 说你你难道不敬畏神吗 ？So so that is exactly talking about well, are you not even being reverent to God? 所以他的意思就是你你难道是不嗯你不呃呃敬畏尊敬这个神吗 ？And it really is acknowledging God for who He is. 你其实是在嗯承认这个神所是的。That there's an awareness that this is a he is a just and holy God. You, 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 哦，乃是在我们生命的当中要能够承认它。Again, if you were to turn to the Psalms and Proverbs, there are many descriptions of what that means. 你如果翻到诗篇或者是箴言，有许多地方都跟我们讲这个意思。For example, like we just said in Psalm 33, it talks about standing in awe of Him. 像我们提到诗篇三十三篇，上说愿全地都敬畏耶和华。Or in Psalm 22, fear of the Lord means to glorify Him. 呃，或者是诗篇二十二篇，呃，敬畏神就是要呃赞美他。Or in the Proverbs, it talks about really um hating evil and running and turning away from it. 呃，或者是在箴言里头，这个敬畏神的意思是要恨恶那些邪恶，要要逃离他们。But I find it very meaningful because it it really talks about There's a drawing. It, it's it's a fear that actually draws you to the Lord, and and not only that, but it keeps you from turning away from the Lord. Oh, so this reverence for God is very interesting because it brings us close to God, and even helps you to not turn away from Him. It's almost like I think of it as a magnet that holds us in place of the Lord. I feel like it's a magnet that holds us in place of the Lord. I feel like it's a magnet that holds us Now, but beyond acknowledging God for who He is, we also fear because of the Bible show us another reason. If we can actually turn together to the book of Jeremiah, we can find out Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. We'll read from verses eight and nine. We read from verses eight and nine. Jeremiah thirty-three, eight and nine. I will cleanse them from all their iniquity by which they have sinned against me, and I will pardon all their iniquities by which they have sinned and by which they have transgressed against me. Then it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and honor before all the nations of earth, who shall hear. All the good that I do to them, they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and all the prosperity that I provide for them. 我要除尽他们的一切罪，就是向我所犯的罪；又要赦免他们的一切罪，就是干犯我、违背我的罪。这城要在地上万国人面前使我得颂赞、得荣耀，名为可喜可乐之城。万国人因听见我向这城所赐的福乐。所示的恩惠平安就惧怕战惊。So you see here, it talks about fear because of actually 
the, all the things of the goodness that the Lord has done. 啊，这里讲到这个惧怕战争，其实是他所成就的这些美好。It, you see, there's a promise to cleanse and forgive. 呃，要呃饶恕的之前是有一个前提。It is not a fear of punishment at all. 哦，他不是呃惧怕一个呃处罚。It's actually the opposite of that, but because of all the goodness that the Lord has shown, that there is a fear. 哦，可是是因为神赐下的这些平恩惠平安呢？呃，所以有一个惧怕。It, it, I think we've also seen this in other places, like、um, where Samuel have said, "Only serve the Lord and fear Him." 我们也在撒母耳记上看见，啊，只要敬畏耶和华，诚诚实实的尽心侍奉他。Because consider what He has done for you. 啊，想念他们向他向你们所行的事何等大。And this is interesting because, of course, I think there's an element of recognizing that He is holy. Ah, we in this place have to admit that He is holy. And yet, for us, because we know that, but we are but sinners, and we are only able to approach Him because of how we've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Ah, because we are all sinners. Ah, we, we are under the blood of Jesus. 啊、uh, ，洗净了我们，所以我们能够靠近他。So it really is a gratitude, especially when we know what a holy God He is, and how it's impossible for us to be in His presence, and yet we find ourselves in this situation because of what we, what He has done. 啊、uh, ，所以我们虽然是罪人，可是因着他所成就的，所以我们才能够亲近他。Now at the same time, I have to say, I, I find the word fear a little bit difficult. 呃，同时呢，我也觉得这个敬畏这个字对我有一些困难。Because fear has such negative connotation these days. 哦，因为这个敬畏在如今的时代是有一些负面的意思。As in, you know, fear is a bad thing. 好像这个惧怕是一个不好的事。But as you even saw, fear is not the, the, the at least the way we understand it or have been taught. It's not really The perfect, most perfect way to describe through that single word. Uh, we also see that, uh, this fear or this reverence is actually not so easy to understand. There is, there is an element of being in awe, being respecting, and being reverent of Him. So, in it, there is a respect, a reverence, and But it really speaks to the Lord acknowledging who He is and Him being in the right place in our life. 可是却是一个承认他的所是，然后他在我们生命里头的地位。And as we look deeper in the Bible, there are three aspects of the fear of the Lord that really stood out to me. 啊，我们如果看圣经的话呢？呃、uh, ，我注意到有三点，就是我们敬畏神的事。As I mentioned before, the first one is the fact that the fear of the Lord actually leads us to an abundant life. 啊、uh, ，第一就是我们刚刚提到这个敬畏神呢，是是带我们进入一个更丰盛的生命。You know, when we think of the abundant life, we think blessing from the Lord. 啊、uh, ，当我们思想这个丰盛的生命，我们想到从神来的祝福。Usually, when we think of the fear of the Lord, we think punishment. 啊、uh, ，当我们通常我们想到敬畏神呢，我们会想到这个处罚。And one is positive, one is negative. You don't usually associate the two. 呃，一个是正面的，一个是负面的。你通常不会这样联想
But you'll see that in the Bible, and we'll look at the, some verses in a second, right. that the fear of the Lord is indispensable if we're ever to experience the abundant life that we read in John 10.10. 10. And, and one way to really kind of understand it is if we if we wonder, you know, are we are we uh, experiencing the abundant life that the Lord intends for us, ask ourselves, are we walking in the fear of the Lord? Now let's turn to the book of Proverbs in verse uh, chapter 19. In uh, Proverbs 19, I'll read from verse 23. Proverbs 19, verse 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. So here it directly talks about the fear of the Lord leading to life. And it talks about a satisfaction. This, if you look behind the, uh, the, the, the word in Hebrew, it actually talks about that when it says satisfaction, it's actually talking about being satisfied with food and being like, you know, you just had buffet or something where, where you know, you ate so much, you're so full, you can't eat a thing anymore. But not only that, it also talks about, and it specifically used the word abide here, and again, if you look to um, the Hebrew, it's really talking about this is a satisfaction that like being so full and satisfied from it, but that it lasts. And that's what it's describing to us, how the fear of the Lord and the abundance abundance that it is associated with. And if you turn just a couple chapters, uh, we can look at another very interesting verse from Proverbs 14. Uh, Proverbs 14, we'll read from verse 27. Here it talks about the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. And here the word fountain is not talking about the water fountain that you press a button something comes out. It's talking about a spring. And if you again look at the Hebrew word, it's, it, there's a gushing, there's a bubbling, there's a life behind it. So it, it, I find it interesting. These are almost like New Testament descriptions of the life of the Lord uh, have, have described, right? 
that it talks about the spring, the the, the living water, the river. 所以我我覺得很有意思,因為這幾乎讓我們看見在新約裡頭的主耶穌的他的他的活水,他的泉源。And and this is this is what's being used to describe the 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 fear of the Lord. 所以這個就用來描述這個敬畏耶和華。And even more interesting is what I'm impressed if you combine these two pictures. It's really talking about an abundance that means it's the the fullest satisfaction, the deepest meaning us as human can live and have as the Lord intended us to have. You know, we how often we look for satisfaction from the things in this world. And yet these pictures are such powerful descriptions of but if we're really looking for the deepest, fullest satisfaction one can find, it is in the Lord and through the fear of the Lord. And in part, this is this satisfaction really comes from the fact that but because we have a relationship with the Lord. And in in Psalm twenty five, it talks about that um, when it talks about the secret of the Lord is with those who fear Him. And and that secret there is talking about um, it's not like a secret, but it's more of an intimacy, a relationship. And so we find that um, the abundant life that we experience when we fear Him, it's because we come to know Him, and we come to know who He is, and we have a relationship with Him. Now, however, in our experience, don't we often find that somehow we're often robbed of that abundant light that the Lord has intended for us? The number one reason why we're robbed, uh, well, as you probably can imagine, um, is first of all sin. Because when whenever we sin, that once again tries to draw us away from the Lord. But that's why we really need the precious blood of the Lord. And 
recognizing that, but we have not 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 that it's not not that it's it's a future tense, but that we have already been forgiven and cleansed. Ah, 要认识我们已经被洁净了，啊，我们已经是啊被赦免了。But I find that there's a second reason, um, and it is the world that often robs us of this abundant life. 哦，可是还有一个原因就是剥夺我们这这个丰盛的生命。It's far more aggressive. I find that the world often actually threatens us. One example is through the King Hezekiah. If you remember, there was a time where Assyria tried to basically send a message to Hezekiah to scare him. 哦，你还记得的话，就是啊啊，树亚树，他曾经就是逼呃西西家小王跟以色列。And that um basically it was saying, well, do not let the God you know whom you think you trust uh try to fool you. 哦，他说不要听你所依靠的神欺哄你。I mean, haven't you heard that how the king of Assyria have destroyed you know everything between here and there? Uh, wipe them down to the ground, to the dust. Um, nothing, no, nothing is left. And you think you're going to do any better? You think you're going to be spared by your God? And of course, like that is all very intentional, in order to create a fear in Hezekiah and also in the kingdom, right? In, in the people in the kingdom. 哦，他们会这样子说，乃是希望能够在西西家王还有以色列的这个国度里头产生一种惧怕。And I find that, you know, the world through either, you know, if you're in school or if you're at work, right, through different things, often try to make us fear. 哦，我发觉就是世界经过你的啊工作或者是别的啊，经常会给你一个惧怕。That unless we play by its rule, that we'll face Severe consequences. Ah, 除非你啊顺顺着这个世界的规矩来来来办事，不然的话你会你会有不好的后果的。I mean, how many of us have at one point and another and or another become so convinced that we are just so busy, and you know there's something so important that we gotta do, gotta take care of, and unless I put all my time and efforts to it. I'm in deep trouble. Oh, you, I don't know if you have any, just very convinced yourself that you are very busy. If you don't put your energy into this thing, you will have bad consequences. Like, unless I really, like, this is like, I got to focus all my efforts on it, all my time, otherwise, you know, they're going to kick me out of school or they're going to fire me from my job. Oh, if I don't put my energy into this thing, 时间都花在这件事上的话呢，他们有可能会呃叫我失去我的工作，或者是我从学校被开除。And actually, you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, this is one of the, the precious lessons that the Lord has been teaching me uh, in the past months. 这其实就是在最近的一个月当中，神在我身上做的一个啊、呃、在教导。I mean, I've, I've mentioned to some brothers and sisters that um, at work I've been Facing a very challenging situation. Oh, I've also told some brothers and sisters that I've been facing a very challenging situation. Oh, I've also told some brothers and sisters that I've been facing a very challenging situation. Oh, I've also told some brothers and sisters that I've been facing a very challenging situation. Oh,
that on the one hand there's something good happening because we are involved with I'm involved with uh, launching a new product. Uh, but it happens to be, you know, this is a market that is very difficult and the expectations are really high. And it's very important to the company, so you gotta get it right, you gotta get it 100% right. And by the way, you only have one chance to get it right. So, so as you can kind of imagine, I, I was I was facing a lot of fears. So it's like, well how, well, how do I know what's the right thing to do? What what if what if I didn't get it 100% right? Then you continue to think, well, Oh no! What if I'm? What if I don't get it right? What if I'm not successful? Oh well, then well then what's going to happen to the future? And so you know you can kind of go down this this kind of spiral. And so of course what I then was doing was I then I spent all my time <laughs> trying to trying to be at work. That, that, you know, it was taking time away from being from my family, with, with my son. I, I still, I remember telling Maurice, well, you know, been a little busy too, I, I don't know if I can really, uh, uh, you know, actually, you know, speak any messages because I'm so busy. But you know, I'm sure you have all had moments like that. But all you had was just like it's frantic. Everything is frantic, and there's no peace. There's no joy. Um, of course, then until then, when the Lord starts speaking. Uh, and and the I still remember the first time the verse was uh, the one from uh, Matthew 10. Uh, he's talking about you, you should not fear the one who only destroy the body. But you should you, but rather you should fear God who can destroy both body and soul. But what, how it really spoke to me was the fact that I felt, I felt that the Lord was saying, Lawrence, you're fearing the wrong thing. It seems like I was afraid of everything else but him. Um, and, and, and this is kind of funny too because um, there was a brother that actually shared what I shared with him like 20 years ago um, and that somehow what I shared with him which then he shared back with me he actually ended up helping me. So 
Because back then I said to him, because he was struggling with something, I said, well, the Lord has taken you all, taken care of you all these years. I mean, you think he's going to ditch you and, you know, walk away from you right now? And so, and so, of course, then that somehow the Lord brought that to, back, that back to mind, and I realized, oh, you know, that that's actually helping myself now. Great. But when I turn back to him, um, because I... I return to fearing him and not the other stuff. But by that really meaning acknowledging really who he is and again having him in the right place in my life. That somehow I find that um, it, it, it is it brought back such confidence and joy. But the real lesson there is the fact that somehow you find that all, all these fears were consumed by the fear of the Lord. As in the Lord, the fear of the Lord ate them all up. And, and so, um, I suppose that's why, I guess, in, in Isaiah, it talks about, you know, don't fear what they fear. Uh, so because we only need to fear one thing, which is the fear of the Lord. Now, um, the second aspect that I want to share regarding the fear of the Lord is um, in the Bible, we find that somehow the fear of the Lord and loving the Lord are connected. Uh, in fact, they're inseparable. To the point where I'm not sure if we can really say that I love the Lord, but, I, but I'm not fearing Him. Um, sorry, me meaning if we say I, I love the Lord but I don't actually fear Him, that's impossible. The reverse is also true. If you say, you know, well, I fear the Lord but I don't love Him, that, that's impossible. The verse that um, maybe we can take a quick look is in Deuteronomy 10. In Deuteronomy 10, verses 12 to 13. Deuteronomy 10, 12 to 13, where it says, And now Israel, 
What does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God and to walk in his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his stature, which I command to you, which I command you today for your good. 以色列啊，现在耶和华你神向你所要的是什么呢？只要你敬畏耶和华你的神，遵行他的道，爱他，尽心尽性侍奉他，遵守他的诫命律例，就是我今日所吩咐你的，为要叫你得福。So you you see actually in in the Bible, this is just one instance that you you find throughout the Bible, either these things are mentioned, loving and fearing are in this are are mentioned together. Or in parallel. And at first it may seem like a contradiction. Because you know, fear to well, especially to to non-believers, right? Um, to fear is like I said before, it's to be afraid of God. And um, to, 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 to love means, well, at least to, to non-believers, oftentimes they think, well, it means that you do what God says. Because if you don't do it, then he's going to punish you. And in some ways, this is so messed up because, of course, we who know the Lord, it's like this is the furthest from the truth. It's like what actually this morning when during the Lord's table, because God the Father loves us so much. He's the one who took the initiative to cleanse us, to redeem us. And we love because God first loves us. But at the same time, we fear because, like we said and read earlier together, is because all the goodness that the Lord has bestowed upon us. And we come to know who He is and what a holy God He is. And but when we come to that point, it's it's almost well, it's only appropriate that we love Him, we love the Lord with fear. And actually, since last year, the Lord has also been really teaching me the lesson of loving the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. And that that also, loving the Lord is also one of the, it's also the key to an abundant life. That you actually find also that in the Bible. But of course, it's not the lovey duffy kind of love that we're talking about. 
when we say, Lord, I love you, the question for us is, while we profess that, do we also walk in the fear of the Lord? These really are practically hand in hand with each other. Meaning, even as we just read what it means, do our life reflect that appreciation for the goodness He has shown us? And does our love also display that Lordship of His in our life? Now, the third aspect um, that I want to touch on is in the Bible, you find that we, in fact, are to delight in the fear of the Lord. This is also somewhat strange because we usually don't delight in fear. But yet in the Bible, we find that um, well, the fear of the Lord is delightful. Maybe we can take a quick look at uh, Isaiah chapter 11. This is really talking about Jesus. Isaiah 11 verses 1 to 3, it talks about, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. So, of course, here I say it's describing the characteristics of the branch, um, the shoot, right, which is the Messiah. And that the Holy Spirit would rest upon him. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. But in verse 3 also talks about his delight is in the fear of the Lord. As in he takes pleasure in honoring and obeying the Father. And what came to mind is is the um, what Paul wrote in Philippians chapter two. You know, we often this is a very familiar passage where it talks about you know let this mind be you know in you which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking form of the bondservant and coming in the likeness of man and being found in the appearance of a man. Um, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. 
So I think we know this passage. 我想我们很熟悉的在第二章 and if you think about the Lord's delight in the fear of the Lord in the context of Philippians chapter 2, it gives you almost a different perspective. That if you, when you think of Philippians chapter 2, that when you read all that, that there was such a delight in all that that the Lord went through. 你如果读《菲利比书》第二章，你你发现主耶稣他所经历的这一切啊，这里面是有何等的喜悦。You know, for us, when we come to think of the fear of the Lord, sometimes I think it—we think of it as it may rob us of delight. 呃，我们如果是让我们来思想这个敬畏神的话，我们经常会想说，这是这好像会呃帮我们呃。that, but for the Lord Jesus, even as he was going to the cross, that somehow you sense that there is a delight. Don't get me wrong, it was stressful for sure, because we can see that in the Garden of Gethsemane. It was a stressful experience for him. But stress is not dread. And I really think that this is a precious lesson for all of us too, in that there is a delight when we walk in the fear of the Lord. I think we have all faced stressful situations. But have you had that experience where you are going through stressful situations, but when you're in the walking in the fear of the Lord, that somehow through all that stress there is still a delight. Uh,我想我不知道你有没有经过，就是如果你经过一些呃一些很沉重或者是压力的状态，可是当你如果是行在敬畏耶和华的路上的话，在这个敬畏里头，确实有一个喜悦。And that there is that confidence, the joy, the abundance that we were reading about just now, that somehow you're able to experience that despite the circumstances.哦，就是就算是你情况是如此，你却有一个信心，有一个能可以经历这一个丰盛的生命。What's also meaningful here too is in, in what we just read in Isaiah 11, uh, in the Hebrews, when it talks about um, uh, the, the, the word delight. It actually, the Hebrew suggests that it's actually talking about to smell. 
Exactly. It's the smell. So imagine you're, you imagine you have your favorite dish in front of you, and you take a whiff and it's like, wow, it smells so good. <laughs> 你可以想象在你前面有一道你最喜欢的菜，你闻一下，你觉得非常的美味。Like that's the delight. 哦，就是那一个乐。But um, but I find that interesting because uh, you know obviously it's true for the Lord, but it, you can see it's really talking about anyone who has the Spirit in them. That delight would also be echoing when you smell the fear of the Lord. As in, if we walk in the fear of the Lord, it's not just us who can experience that, but actually it brings delight to other brothers and sisters also. 我想我们不单单是我们在敬畏耶和华的事上是我们的喜悦，啊，甚至让别的弟兄姐妹也都能够一样以喜悦的来敬畏耶和华。That's why I mean, don't you have experience in in the in the open sharing when when you when you also it's like, mm, I, you know, you can smell that fear of the Lord that you know it you there's an echo to it.就好像我们在在我们的呃公开的呃就是开开放的分享。的的时候，你好像可以闻到一些人他们敬畏神的心。And so, you know, the, of course, the question for us is, are we, do we have that fragrance of the fear of the Lord, walking in the fear of the Lord, or, or is it some other stench because we're fearing everything else？所以我们身上呢，是不是有带着这一个馨香？呃，是不是呃一个敬畏神的馨香？还是你身上其实发出的是一种臭味，是从别的东西来的？ now, before we wrap this up, I, I do want to point out, just, you know, the fear of the Lord is something very practical. But it's also not something that you can kind of, you know, just do it. It's not like, oh, here's ten easy steps, you just follow it, and then now you fear the Lord. It's well in part because the fear of the Lord is really a matter of the heart. It's not like you kind of gradually obey and follow and then you know try to keep the Lord's commandment and you know the kind of that's the fear. It's not a behavior. But you find that the fear of the Lord is actually what drives behavior. And it also goes beyond knowledge because if 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 it's knowledge, then how easy, right? If we know fear the Lord, we fear the Lord, then we'll all be living a sinless life right now. But there is a matter of the of of faith involved. just look at one last passage with you in Hebrews eleven. Hebrews eleven verse seven. Uh, Hebrews eleven verse seven. Where it says, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark 
for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So why did Noah build the ark? Or if I say, well, he did it by faith. But I do think that there's an important detail here in this verse where it talks about that he was moved with godly fear. And that Noah was walking in the fear of the Lord. And that he was um he was moved. It's it's actually a really good word. He was moved as in there's a force that moved him to do it. And that the fear of the Lord was that moving that driving force. And what started it is exactly how the word starts, which is by faith. That he had faith in the word of God, even though back then, if you remember the story, that it was something that is hard, really hard to believe because it never rained. And interestingly, um, we noticed that in Noah's example, there's also one additional step. That, that there is an obedience. And that you see, um, if, if you remember in Genesis, it talks about not only did Noah obey God. In fact, it says that he did, um, he, he did according to all that God has commanded him. So, brothers and sisters, I think the, the question for us is really, when it comes to the fear of the Lord, um, have we also really allowed that to be because of the faith in what the Lord has spoken? And in his words. That the fear of the Lord is really when the faith is mixed in in whatever circumstance we're dealing with, that there's the word of the Lord He's speaking to us, and that by faith we're accepting that, and that in obedience we're living it out, that you find that that is the practical outliving of the fear of the Lord. So again, I don't know what fear you have in your hearts today. Maybe like me, some of you have things that are consuming you. Maybe you have things that deep down in your heart you know, but you're kind of buried down there, you don't want to look at it. But may the Lord show us what's in our hearts. 
but maybe more importantly, it's made the Lord show us that rather than living in our fears, that the Lord has something far better for us. And the fact that the fear of the Lord consumes all our fears. And it leads us to that abundant life that he has prepared for us and intends for us. So with that, we'll, we'll close with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for the abundant life that you have prepared for us. We confess that we're but scratching the surface for what the fullness of what you have prepared. We do pray that you help us to enter in even through learning to walk in the fear of the Lord every day. Lord, we confess oftentimes we have things that causes our hearts to turn away from you and to be fearful of other things. But Lord, we thank you that you remind us once again that the fear of the Lord leads to life. So may you speak to our hearts in a practical way that we can, by faith and out of obedience, adjust to what the Lord, your word is showing us. We commit that to the Holy Spirit. We thank you and pray this in Jesus' name. So helpful when you are able to